15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hello and welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. I'm joined with one of the biggest Laker fans, Big Baby Jonathan from the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. What's going on, man? Talk to me. We are the champions, my friend. Let's go, man. We NBA champions, man. I'm Juice, man. I'm a little bit hungover from last night, but I'm here. It's all worth it, man. I'm excited, Juice, and pumped. And everybody that doubted us, how about them Lakers, baby? How about them Lakers? Man, so the the clock goes triple zeros. What is what is the emotion after uh, after all this time? Yelling and screaming and cussing out Clipper Daryl, Marcellus Wiley let every emotion out last night. You know, every emotion that people that doubted us from Colin Cowherd to Joey Taylor, everybody on the sports that even remember Shelburne, Jack McMullen, Brian Windhorse. Saying that we're not going to even, we can't even contend with the Clippers. The Clippers' defense is all this, all that. AD and LeBron have chemistry issues. Paul George and Kawhi are the one that had chemistry issues. We're NBA champions. I don't want to hear shit anymore about Clipper Daryl. I don't want to hear shit anymore about the San Diego Clippers. We're done. We're champions. I'm talking shit all year until we play again. I have every right. We've been through a lot with this team. You know, especially losing him behind us. From, from the, the last title... 10 years removed, I think I was like 24, and I remember the emotions of finally beating the Boston Celtics, because mm-hmm. we had lost to them in 08, and then we got back, because we, we went back to back, because we beat Orlando that year before, and then we got back to the finals to play Boston, mm-hmm. and the following year after that, I thought we was going to three-peat. Ran into a red hot Maverick team. And we got back to the playoffs back in 2013. And that's by the time we had Dwight. But that team wasn't ready to contend. We had a lot of aging superstars. Kobe was getting older. Steve Nash was always injured. Dwight Howard was injured a lot. Chemistry issues played a big role. And we never made it back. We went through all those different teams where they just kind of just threw things together, trying to just figure it out. Jim Buss pretty much ran the team in the dirt. We wasn't getting any draft picks. Nobody wanted to play with Kobe, as they say. And we just kind of just had to to go through it. So in the offseason, a couple years back, we was able to get LeBron James to come. And I thought it was going to be a great match, you know, with him and Lonzo and the young guys. And I wasn't really expecting a whole lot. At least I just wanted to make it to the playoffs. And it looks like 
you before the injury, before the groin injury, they was the fourth they was the fourth seed. Mm-hmm. And we was making good progress. Then LeBron goes out and he missed twenty seven games. And things got from bad to worse. We just couldn't get over the hump. And then we have to get through the, the, the AD rumors. You know, the, you know we get punched in the mouth um, and blowed out by Indiana that one game when, you know, the, the, the team didn't want to play. Mm-hmm. And it just looked bad because AD wanted to be a Laker. We wanted him, but New Orleans was not playing fair. Of course, you remember that last year. And... We ended up, you know, losing a bunch of games and missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But we finally got him, and we played that first game against the Clippers, and we ended up losing that game, and everybody wanted to pick the Clippers as to being the favorite. So from your perspective, you know, going through all those years, missing the playoffs, getting LeBron, missing the playoffs again, going through the AD thing, then finally getting AD to finally end up world champions after all that. Man, going through all that, man, I had a lot of headaches, a lot of sleepless nights, man, a lot of arguments with a lot of Clipper fans, Sixers fans, Kings fans, all the fans in the world, man. They were arguing about when we were going through that rough stretch, everybody was talking Blaming the front office, doing this, doing that, pointing the finger at um, Jeannie Buss, Linda Rambis, and I was like, give it time. You know, prior to that, Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss run through the ground, gave Mozgov that contract, and then uh, what really helped uh, us to get over that hump was Kobe talking to Jeannie, said, you got to make that move to fight your brother. <laughs> Boom. Then stuff started to fall for us, Magic came in. Shout out to Magic, man. Thank you for getting LeBron along with Kobe because Magic was praising Kobe like, hey, man, Kobe should be here, should like, should be celebrating with us. It's his work that he brought, too. He was behind the scenes, you know. I'm not surprised him being behind the scenes before that tragedy him passing away. But what I'm saying is Kobe was behind the scenes. I already knew it because Kobe Bryant talked to LeBron when he got here, you know. And you know how when LeBron first got here, oh, he's all about his movie. He's all about L.A., you know. He's all about the fashion. LeBron locked in once he got here, and he made a promise to us after the year he got injured. He said he's going to make it up to us. And LeBron James, you're in my respect. I'm going to say it again. LeBron James, you're in my respect, man. Thank you for coming to L.A. You're part of Lakers now. You won a championship. Once you win a ring, then you're part of Laker family now, man. I'm excited, and I've every right to talk all the mess to everybody that's been doubting us all year, man. And uh, you know what really helped us to win this championship was going through those struggling in the bubble. Remember how we were upset going through the emotions and I was like maybe this is going to be a good thing for us going through the pain going to the ups and downs in the regular season eight games and sure enough it did I feel like they locked in and everybody's talking about old oh, Lakers got afraid of the Clippers it's not our fault that the Clippers choked it's not our fault Milwaukee choked you know what I mean we, we were the most focused team in the bubble a lot of people like the Clippers were so focused on us and some pe- uh, lemon lemon pepper wings you know what I mean <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. And the, the Clippers weren't focused from the beginning. The Milwaukee wasn't focused. The Lakers were the only team that was focused. But I remember when they boycotted that little for a day or two, and then they did like a vote, Clippers and Lakers. 
said that they they, they wanted to stop it, and I feel like ever since then the Clippers gave up in the sense like oh like they just didn't lock in after that, but the Lakers did. They took advantage of it, man. And LeBron James, AD, Dwight, man, Dwight Howard, man, appreciate you coming back to LA, man. You're a champion, man. Dwight Howard is a champion, along with AD, LeBron, and Rondo too, man. Rondo won a championship with the Celtics and Lakers. He's in history books, man. Two historic rivals winning championships. You know what I mean? And no more, oh yeah, Celtics have more titles than Lakers. We tied. And we're going to get up on the lead on you guys. We're going to get 18 next year. You know, we're probably going to get doubted again. We're probably going to get hated on in the next two weeks. Oh, Lakers, can the Lakers repeat? Can the Lakers do this? Can they do that? Can LeBron survive another tough Western Conference? The same everything, and LeBron's going to prove why he's great. And win us a championship again, you know? I just feel like LeBron's going to do it again. He's been doing that since he's been Cleveland, Miami stuff. But LeBron's a Laker, and I appreciate you, LeBron. Thank you, LeBron, for coming to L.A. Be the best team in the whole NBA. I don't want to hear anything more. What you think, Corey? Man, it's, it's, like, it's, like I said before, it's, it's been really, um, you know, it doesn't feel real because just like you, I've had, you know, my debates. I've always picked the Lakers to, to make the playoffs and do something. As long as we had Kobe Bryant, I was always pretty much, you know, adamant about, us, you know, competing for a title. Mm -hmm. and then when he went down with his injuries and his body just started breaking down, mm -hmm. and he finally retired back in 2016. And we really didn't have anything else after that. You know, it's, it's you know, we got a you know few draft picks. You talked about the Mozgov contract, you know, and we had the Lou Aldean contract. You know, it was just terrible move after terrible move. And then we got rid of Brooke Lopez. We got rid of um, Zubak, Lou Will, D'Angelo Russell. All these guys went to other teams and balled out. And, you know, we was just sitting here, I was like, dang, we made some dumb moves. Now, you know, even though we got the big fish, we got LeBron, we can thank Magic for that, but he really screwed us over too. You know, a lot of the, uh, you know, he was trash as an exec. You know, um, we love Magic. We love what he's done for us as a player. We love, you know, that he got us LeBron, but a lot of the moves that he made was kind of retarded, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> So what do you think about that? Um, I can agree to a certain extent, but I know we traded Lou Williams and then D'Angelo, but let me ask you this. If we didn't trade D'Angelo or Brooke Lopez, would that open up the door for Anthony Davis or LeBron back then if we never did it? We probably would have had to move him eventually if we got AD. Yeah. But, no. We're champions, man. We went through those ground pains. You know, Kobe said best. You know, he said... uh. We're going to win a championship, and we're going to talk a bunch of stuff to all these war fake Warrior bandwagon fans. Sure enough, we're champions, man. And I don't want to hear another word. You probably can agree to this, Corey. Another word about the Clippers running L.A. I don't want to hear another effing word about Clipper Darrow talking, oh, Steve Ballmer era. You talk about the Steve Ballmer era. He's talking about Steve Ballmer all year. It's the Genie Bus era. Congrats to you, Genie Bus. First Hold time on. to win a championship. Is the Clippers still in L.A. right now? Yeah. I thought we ran. I thought we ran them out. 
No, actually, they went to Inglewood because they, <laughs> they they got too scared and they can't hold up championship banners, man. We're 17 and 0. So all that noise that Clipper Darrell was talking, Marcellus Wiley, Skip Bayless, they're quiet. But a lot of them are saying it's an abstract title, and I don't believe it because I guarantee you, if the Clippers would have won it, they would have been praising them. Congratulations, you know, they'd be popping champagne. Same on Milwaukee. If they would have won it, they would be. It's just, I guess, it's just. That's how, like, the Lake, media the media hates the Lakers. People around the NBA hate the Lakers, so they're trying to use every excuse to not praise us. You know what I mean? We deserve our respect, just like LeBron said. You know? Yeah. So, just, how do you feel about the Danny Green thing? Uh, just, that, that last play? You're talking about the last play, or are you talking about the whole death threat thing? Uh, everything. Like, let's talk about the play. Let's break down the play. So... The the clock is is going down. LeBron brings the ball up the court, mm -hmm. and they close in on LeBron quick. Yeah, because of the high, and we know that if he runs to the basket or whatever, that's two points. So he had about five heat draped on him. So first and foremost, do you agree with the pass, or do you agree with that? With some people saying that he don't have the killer mentality to take that shot. Um, that was the right basketball play because. Kobe did it with Derek Fisher in the finals and Ron Artest and Michael Jordan did that with John Paxson and Steve Kerr because if you look at it, if you would have tried to pull up, they would have swarmed him. Could have got fouled, but also too, they, if I was the Lakers, I would have waited and did like a pick and roll with AD, but that was the right play, but Dan Green should have threw it to KCP in the corner because KCP has been balling, man. This KCP was wide open. Yep, but it happens and um, he missed it. And uh, those death threat things, man, are disrespectful. You know, like, you know, why would like why would fans say hope da 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 to their what to their to Danny Green's what? That's disrespectful. We don't do that. You know, he missed a shot because the Lakers won a game with that similar type of play with Danny Green in the corner against Dallas. Remember? He yeah. When, when uh, I I think the uh, the White Howard set that pick. Yeah. And then uh, Danny got loose in the corner, mm -hmm. and he and he uh, hit that shot. And we know that he's more than shot. I was upset too, you know, because he's short on the shot, and it's just it was a line drive. Like that should have been a layup for Danny Green, and for whatever reason he short armed it. It hit the front of the basket, and we go on to game six. But well, go ahead. We had we had an opportunity. Morris grabbed the rebound and forced it. And if you look at it, LeBron was wide open with four point eight left. If he would have caught it, he could have dribbled, did a little floater. We could have been we could have been celebrating on Friday, but hey, it happens, and uh, we lost in those mama jerseys. And I feel like Lakers came out in Game Six. LeBron took the challenge to say, "I got Jimmy Butler from the start," and Caruso starting changed the whole momentum for us from the start. His defense is switching. We did a lot of switching. Duncan Robinson didn't do anything. Batman Abaya, but congrats, like kudos to my man, y'all. You know, congrats. But y'all gonna probably be back. You, you know, wouldn't be surprised if Giannis goes over there. Wouldn't surprise me. I think the Miami Heat overachieved this year. Nobody expected them to get as far as they did. They knocked off some, you know, some heavy contenders: Boston, Milwaukee. You know, these are the teams that you know people had picked to win the finals, or mm -hmm. or even get to the finals to play against either the Clippers or the Lakers. And yeah. for Miami to knock those two teams out in the Eastern Conference. Um, to get a chance to play the Lakers, I think, you know, hats off to that team and that organization because 
you know, they they was able to do some things that nobody else like. If you go back to the beginning of the season, nobody said anything about the Miami Heat. Nothing, and for them to get to where they was at, to face the Lakers and at least take two games off the Lakers, you know, hats off to that organization. Hats off to Jimmy Butler. He balled out, and I knew that that game five when they. You know he had um, almost. I think he almost had forty points, right? And points. you could tell like his body was just like physically gone. It was like he he gave everything he had. So the next game they came out flat. He only had twelve points, and I think that they ended up messing up the rotation, messing up the game by putting in Drogic. That's what I was gonna say too, Kate. He kind of like messed up their offense, you know. Um, Kendrick Nunn was playing at a high level, you know, and I feel like he should never even play Gordon Dragic, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm I'm glad. Hey, um, Tyler Hero, you were talking mess with that little smirk that you did after Game mm -hmm. Three, Four Two, you know. And then LeBron, you see that play where LeBron dunked it and got him out the way. Yeah, I saw that one. Did you see the one when LeBron dunked and slapped the backboard? Yeah, they. They teed him up one. for it. But, uh, yeah, it sucks, man. They did that. But have you noticed the commentators on um, the channel, the broadcast, they would always praise Miami. And then when, like, Bam Adebayo was on the treadmill, and when the Lakers were playing, I'm like, oh, I want to see Bam Adebayo on the, tre the treadmill thing. And then every time we make a certain big play, they don't show it. But if, like, Tyler Hero does, like, a little crazy play but misses the shot, they show it. So I feel, I feel like the M NBA was kind of like on Miami's side. They extort, oh, they could come back 3-1. And just because Miami was that underdog team so they were focusing more on them and not praising the Lakers did you see that because I did well it just depends sometimes they would do that because Miami technically had the home court yeah so you know nobody really has home court but they put your decals and put your logos there and then they have your um, your fan um, stuff in the background like for the virtual fans and things like that so a lot of times whenever you see that you know, I think Miami was considered the home team at that point because even when they won the title, they was it was a Miami home game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What? So what's next, Big Baby? So what's next? So the basketball season is over. Lakers won the title. What's next for the Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast? Continue to grow. Continue to get better each and every podcast. I'm probably gonna do a live show after this podcast. And then throughout the week, probably get fans on to discuss how you think about the season, what you want to see Lakers improve on next season, all that good stuff. So I got some things coming up. You know, my main goal is before year's over to get Dwight and Jeannie on, and I, it's gonna happen because I'm gonna work hard towards it. So what what is um, what motivates you now? What motivates you to grow your podcast? What makes you keep going strong? What makes you continue to do what you're doing? The guy behind me, Kobe Bryant. You know. His excellence, and I want to be on a level like Kobe. Like I watched film last night on my podcast. I did a horrible job. I know I was excited for the game, but I gotta do better. You know what I mean? A lot of people say I'm marvel myself. I just want to be the best at what I do. You know what I mean? You gotta have the confidence. You know? And uh, I just want to strive for greatness, man. You know? I know NBA season's over, but I'm gonna do some shows, try and get some people on, man. And I gotta get you on my show again, man. Yeah, man. Uh, when are you doing your next show again? I definitely would like to come on there and. Uh, be a guest. I was thinking about doing it after this show, hopping on my show, but yeah, I was probably gonna go live at like 
7.30 my time or 7.45 or 8-ish my time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what So what is the, the since the Lakers won, we're in the offseason, what is your, your content going to be about? Probably recapping the season, what grade, I know we won it, but like, what is the championship going to mean to the Lakers, like overall and all that good stuff, and can we possibly repeat just like different ideas, and maybe I'm going to talk about Kobe too, you know, like, what would he be doing if he was here in person watching us? You know, just some all types of good stuff. How um, I do have some questions. So, how does this Laker championship team stack up to uh, past Laker championship teams? Uh, shout out to Dre for in the stream. Shout out to you, Dre. Appreciate you. Um, I think it's up there, man. One of the best of all time. You know, I think it's the best in Laker history because of what we went through. You know, because of Kobe passing, Gigi passing, pandemic. Stoppage of play, replaying, stoppage, stuff that's going around around the world with all the pandemic stuff and all that crazy stuff. And um, we got it done, and it's the best. Cause I remember on your show, you said it's going to be the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. And Just because of the, the, the difficulty of playing in those circumstances. Now, you, you, you take LeBron, just say just LeBron. He's used to pay, playing in packed arenas. That's what he's accustomed to. And the bubble is pretty much not, you know, it's, it's only got a select few people in there. And it's kind of hard to keep yourself motivated or keep yourself, you know, like going. And, you know, if you ever play basketball, like you get behind that crowd, you know, you start feeling it a little bit better. You start shooting it a little bit better. And the overall flow of the game with fans involved really helps fuel that. You know, a lot of people don't understand it, and they can work the other, the opposite direction. That's why you want home court when you get ready to close out, because that affects the other opponents too if they're not in their building. You know, like it, it's it's not just mental. Like the fans really do um, contribute to a team's success, mm -hmm. especially in those that type of environment. So you take them in the bubble, and you don't have that element. It kind of like man. It's, it's like creepy silent. The only time that you see people thrive in that kind of environment is people that's not really used to that. You know, the bubble kind of was kind of strange this year. It helped a lot of people's game, and it was horrible for people that wasn't accustomed to it. So depends on what kind of player you are. The bubble could make you good, or the, the bubble makes you, like, really, really bad. If you look at how Paul George played, he played really awful down the stretch. Kawhi played really awful down the stretch. And, you know, then you had people like uh, T.J. Warren that went off in the bubble until they ran into Miami. You know, people like that. You know, like, it, it just depends. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and I feel like Danny Green thrives off the fans from the crowd. Yeah. I think that's why he struggled a lot. Also, too, I think personal stuff, you know, behind the scenes and stuff. And same with... A lot of players, you know, the boy helped out a lot was Jamal Murray stepped up his game. Devin Booker's game stepped up, you know, he's balling. They went eight no Phoenix went eight no, you know, but you know, I feel like Lakers just locked in as soon as they got here because they wanted to win it for Kobe, man. They really locked in after Kobe passed. LeBron said, uh, I'm, I forgot what he said, but I gotta look it up. He said something about um, his legacy. I'm continuing on your legacy. I won't let you down. I did not know Jamal Murray was as good as he is. Yeah, but I, don't, I, I didn't like him because he would always showboat when we had Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle, Josh Hart. He would just showboat. And then, like, I just, 
But I got his game is tough, man. And that Denver team was tough, but Denver was tough. Denver was definitely tough. And and everybody, let's talk about that. Everybody's talking about the Lakers had an easy road to the finals. It was hard. Portland, hot. Houston, hot. Denver, hot. Miami, hot. We beat everybody that was hot. Yeah. And that shows our champ toughness. I know when we lost games and game ones and all of them, I was tripping. But then the day we rode through it, man. You know. Do you remember when I was talking about how dangerous Portland can be? Yeah. I mean. I don't know what happened to Portland. Like they just kind of like they had some really tough seeding games. Like before they got into the playoffs, they had some really tough games. Like Damian Little was hitting 40, 50 points in seeding games. So he was spending a lot of energy, and then he ended up getting hurt against the Lakers. And I was like, okay. I mean, you don't never want to see a guy get injured, but it's kind of like you know, as a Laker fan, I'm like, oh man, you know, like. Got past that, and okay, now we go um, play the Rockets, and then we beat them. We lost the first game, and then we gentlemen sweep them. Then we get Denver, mm -hmm. okay. Denver, you know, really packed a, a, a nice little punch. We end up getting past them. Then we get Miami. Yeah. A lot of people saying Miami, man, they, they, they're going to probably do something. Then the first game out the gate, we punched them in the mouth. And then we win game two. And then game three comes and then we lose that game. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Then we win game four, lose game five, and then we close in game six. And we world champions. It's crazy. Oh world my champions. god. Like this what is crazy. You, what changed that series for the Portland Shell Leaders? This right here. Lillard doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jamal Murray doing this. You know, and then Westbrook, what the hell are you talking about? And then Tyler Hero doing a little smirk on his face, you know, they were talking, and we just didn't, you know, we beat them, you know. You know the the talk, they would we would beat them. The Lakers never really did that. Mm -mm. They just okay. Y'all want to dance? Y'all want to dance? Get knocked out. So I, I liked that. I, I liked what we did, but uh, we're champs, man. You know. Shout out to the White Howard, man. Yeah, Dwight Howard, man. Shout out to you, Dwight Howard, man. Well-deserved title. NBA champions. NBA champion, Dwight Howard. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. Dwight Howard, NBA champion. Wow, that's his, crazy. His first year with the Lakers. Woo! I would have liked to see Boogie, too, but... Well, he, I think he gets a ring, right? He's I don't think so. I don't think Boogie gets a ring. But uh, I saw a report that uh, Rob Plinkle immediately called Avery Bradley and said, you're getting a ring. He deserved it. He... He was on the team, so you know, and all those petitions about Kuzma not getting a ring, he he's getting a ring. He all these players put their blood, sweat, and tears into this. Give him a ring. And yeah, I mean, of course, Avery Bradley gets a ring. Like he wanted to be there, but he like he chose his family over that. So yeah, yeah, it's understandable. You know, family comes first. Family's most important. You know. I don't think Boogie's gonna get one though. That's a stretch. Uh, Boogie's probably not gonna get one. No, but do you, who do? You, okay, let's talk about uh, the off season starts December first. For the Lakers, like the free agency, you know, I'm excited for that. I expect us to make moves, and you know, I expect us to try to repeat. I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, let what's it called, let Bell McGee go, resign KCP, bring in resign Rondo, and uh, just build around the roster and go for it again, you know. So do you? Too. So do you bring in Boogie again? 
You bring him yeah. back? You let JaVel McGee go, bring back Dwight, and bring back Boogie. That's what I would do. You know, and I already know Golden State's going to be there. Like, nobody in the West, I'm not scared of anybody. I know Golden State's going to load up, but I actually want to see Golden State in L.A. I want to see Curry against LeBron. I want to see us dominate. I want to be, beat the teams that people were talking about all last year, man. Shout out to everybody on Instagram Live. Brooklyn's going to be back. Yeah, but they they have to get their chemistry fixed. They gotta, you know, Kyrie's saying stuff about Jason Kidd or Jason Kidd saying stuff about Steve Nash already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I expect Brooklyn to be there to the NBA Finals. I expect to be Lakers Brooklyn in the NBA Finals next year. And uh, if we win it again, but against that team, it's gonna be difficult. Like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, but hey. But I think we could do it. No, nobody can doubt. Like I, like I respect LeBron now. He brought us to Lakers. I know when uh, we got him, I was like, okay. I was actually screaming and yelling at work. Then I was like, okay. He did that stuff in Miami, Cleveland. Doesn't mean anything if you don't bring it here. Right, you know? right. And then once he won it, no more. I'm not gonna say another bad word about LeBron. So people on Instagram Live, people on this channel, y'all can screen record it. I will never, ever, ever disrespect LeBron again. Call him out of his name. Never talk. Always oh, soft. You know, he's a champion, and bring my respect. You know, you shut me up, so brought the ring. Nothing more to say. He's four and six in the finals. Five Not a lot two. of people even get that to that main final, so Yeah. It's, yeah, actually the Clippers <laughs> he has more uh wins in the playoffs than the Clippers franchise. That's crazy. Uh so it's, hey everybody put an APP out for uh Clipper Daryl man and more sales Wiley. They're high. Did you text him? Yeah, I, I cussed him out on my on my uh, video. Did what did he say? He didn't. I tagged him nothing. I tagged Marcel Swally nothing. I call him everything. No answer. They're hiding. They're crying in the car. All that, <laughs> all that stuff they were talking all year, man. And I told Clipper Darrow on our live. Remember, you were on the show with Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. the bet. What happened to the bet? Because the bet was if the Clipper, if the Lakers beat the Clippers, he would have to run a big baby Jonathan. Uh, Jersey, but if the Clippers beat the Lakers. I wear his Clipper stuff, but they never played in the playoffs, so. So it doesn't you know? count. Y'all should have had something in place for if one team doesn't get a chance to beat this team or if that one team won a championship. It should have been based off the championship. Yeah, hey, but those uh, regular season wins that the Clippers got on the Lakers doesn't mean shit. Ah, they. Nope, it's over with. Nope. <laughs> Wipe it away. Wipe it away. You know, it's crazy, man. Now, now my football team is playing Chargers. Man, don't get me started on football, Dak. Man, golly. Yeah. Oof. You see what happened to Dak? Yeah, and they. Blew, I was watching it on halftime. They showed it, but they blurred out the thing. He like, man. I was watching it yesterday when it happened. He he ran the ball, and the the guy pretty much pinned his ankle up under his body, and when he got up. His yeah. his body was going one way, his ankle was going the other way, yeah. and I was like, "That's not good." Man, my football team is upright or leading by seven still, but wouldn't be surprised if we lost because that's what we normally do: have a big lead. We're up twenty to twenty to three. Now it's twenty to thirteen. Am I surprised? No, because Chargers always choke, and I'm keeping it real. A lot of Chargers fans, oh, you hate the Chargers? No, I don't, because I see over and over. It's predictable. I don't like what your team did to Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah. Me neither, man. That that's was trash. Up. Yeah, that's messed up, man. He could have died. I don't I don't like what they did to Tyrod. 
and I don't like how they said that uh, the rookie is going to take over for the rest of the season, and they almost killed Tyrod. Yeah, kid. Actually, Tyrod. I won't be surprised if Tyrod Taylor tries to sue them. I would definitely. Yeah, me too. Cause you know, and then they should fight. They better not have that doctor in the house again. Hell no. If I was a player on the charge, if I was in that situation with Tyrod, I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I cut me. I'm done with this team. Bounce. You can't trust nobody in the building, man. Nope. You and can't trust nobody in the building. Nope. And um, that's why we're never ever gonna win a Super Bowl. Nah. Cause we, we, that's why our front office from the Chargers lacks aggressiveness when it comes to free agents. Our owners from the Chargers is cheap. Like y'all should have kept Philip Rivers. Y'all gonna do some stuff like that? Philip Rivers threw a pick to end the game. Oh, you you done with him, huh? Yeah, it's the Justin Herbert show, but it, it's. I'm I'm so happy about the Lakers winning the title. If we if we go four and twelve, I'm not gonna be mad. Chargers. I expect us to not make the playoffs. Yeah. You know? It's like I think it's the point where this Charger team is like I'll watch them, but it's like. It's the same sh shit every year. Get hyped up, losing crunch time. It's the same thing every year, man. I'm getting tired of it. I really am. But I yeah. can't leave shit, man. So, Big Baby, what's your final thoughts? We motherfucking champions, man. Let's we go. Champions. We champions. And all the naysayers that demon pick us. Some, oh, yeah. Chris Mannix told Laker Nation when we got Anthony Davis, he won't be surprised if Lakers missed the playoffs. Missed the playoffs. Yeah, I remember that. And even Rob Parker, with AD. Yeah, Rob Parker said the same thing. Like, as oh, they're not gonna win, win anything. And then Chris Broussard was talking. They're all quiet now. They want to praise us now. They want no, 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 no. Don't praise us when you're bashing us. No, but but like Kobe said it best. They're gonna praise us. Two weeks, they're gonna hate us again. It's gonna be right back to where we started. But we're champions. Nobody, nobody can say anything bad about the Lakers at all. Not right now. Nope, we're champions. If anybody's in my DM, if it's a Kings fan, Clipper fan, I'm going to block you because you're not allowed in my DM. Only Laker fans, championship fans in my channel, man. Championship fans. Yeah, I'm about to get the shirt and hat soon, man. Yeah, well, we need to go get that. Yeah. I went to the mall today to go pick it up, but they're already sold out. Oh, yeah, this is going to be sold out. Yeah, you have to I, wait for a little bit. Yeah, I'm probably going to wait like a month. Maybe two months, you know, just so it could die down and I'll scoop it, you know. All these fake Laker fans coming at the woodwork. Man, but I've been there since the Ryan Kelly days, since the Rob Sacre. Oh man, that's a long time. Kendall Marshall. Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks. Sung Yu. I could actually met Sung Yu at the. Oh really? At the casino, me and D'Angelo got into it. Oh, did you? Yeah, um, and me and Larry Nance got into it. He was being a, not, he was being very like weird. You know, he took a picture with some like little kid and some like little kids and like family. But when I come up to, and they take a picture, he's like, no. I'm like, why you? I was like, you got the effing attitude. He's like, what? What you said? I said, like, you, you heard what I said. I was like, you got the effing attitude, bro. I'm just trying to take a picture. Um, it's all good, bro. You can't even be here anyway. You're gonna get traded, bro. And same with Burke Lopez. He was being rude. I was like, you're gonna get traded anyway. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to take a picture, but these players shouldn't be rude. But at the end of the day, if I was a player and I was traveling and I saw a bunch of fans, I'll be like, you know, I'll yeah. understand. But you gotta, you know, like, you gotta be nice, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, people are excited to see your team. You know. 
All right, man. So good luck with your, your channel, man. And, Appreciate you know, it. of course, you know, the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast supports you. Um, you know, we'll, uh, you know, try to link up and, you know, try to put together some shows until the season start back up. We got to get Daniel on the show. We got hey, we, we to gotta let, we got to bring Cooper Durham on so we can roast him. Cooper Durham don't want nothing to do with us right now. Nope. Nope. And I, I, at home, before we go, I warned him. I said, if the Lakers win the title, I'm going to be blowing up your phone. He's like, if the Lakers win the title, I'm going to be hiding for the next year. Sure is. You can't say anything to us anymore, man. You can't. He has nothing to argue about. Why is not the best player over the Oh, no. It, no it, it shouldn't even been a conversation. Nope. Nope. And you giving up the 3-1 series lead? You know, Doc Rivers choked that whole. St- am I, that's, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised that they choked. Yeah, that shouldn't even been even in the conversation at all, man. Like, yeah, but period. I'm just gonna talk shit to every fan, Celtics fans. Celtics fans can't say anything. We're tied with them. We're tied. With you, you, it's it's still Celtic fan that actually exists. Yeah, I got my boy Ricky. That he's a Celtic fan. He was in Sacramento. Wow. Celtic. But yeah, he was talking last night like, "Oh, y'all not gonna be able to tie or beat us next season." I'm like, "Get through that East, cause we're we're going into next season as favorites." So they can't even beat Miami. No, but I won't be surprised if you see a, uh, Bradley Beal try one out. You know, Devin Booker. Now I won't. I we need to go get shooters, better shooters. Yeah, I agree. Season. But hey, but uh, oh yeah, the Lakers put out a statement that um, until. It's safe to do parades. They're just gonna enjoy it how it is, you know. No parade for right now. Yeah, hopefully they get the chance to get do one. Yeah, even if it's that's what I would do. Do Staples Center. Do like a twenty-five percent capacity parade at Staples Center. Just everybody sit in different rows, like six feet apart. You know. Yeah, that'd be so, cool. I would, I would go if, if the Lakers have said, "Oh, we're gonna do a parade November 15th I'm booking. I'm I'm going at five a.m. You're in first row. I don't care if I have to wake up that early, bro. That parade's going to be special to me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you see me on the bus with Dwight and the Lakers. I sneak on and stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, then you say you like to sneak around. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, then they knew me. The people at Pachanga knew who I was. Even D'Angelo Russell. Like, I was like, can I take a picture? He's like, we already know who you are, big baby. We saw you last year, bro. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. I'm like, you must have saw my Twitter today, huh? He's like, yeah. I mean, when the Lakers come to Pachanga, they know who I am. And, okay, this guy's going to be here for a while. Because usually when I get off of work, back then when I used to work at Shears, I would get off at 3 and then wait there from like 3.30 to 11 p.m. Golly. Yep. Because I would go to like a little cafe just to eat, charge my phone, charge my little portable charger, and just wait. And then the players would come in, let them do their thing. Because when I first did it, I rushed them and get excited and brought attention. They said, just wait. Play it cool. All right. Play it cool. And then... Took pictures and I snuck into one event uh, with my cousin, <clears throat> and then uh, one security guard was being hella rude, and then they let me through because I said I'm big baby, Donton. So they're just like, okay, and they saw the picture with Genie Bus, so they're like, okay, have a good night. Yeah, man, we have to uh, when I when I come back to uh, Cali again, we gotta link up. Yeah, most definitely. You can come on the show live in the studio. Yeah, me and my wife, we went last year. But Lakers are champions, man. Say it again. Lakers are champions, baby! Woo! Man. Man. 
My life, you should have saw my live. Like, I did. Like, what I you actually did. What did you think of the intro? I thought it was pretty cool. That thing is <laughs> a lot of energy. You see my girlfriend get up and leave real quick? Yeah. I saw you crying. Hell yeah. I saw so, you crying. Yep, and that champagne bath was worth it. And getting in my eyes was worth it. Yeah, what about care. your eyes? Are your eyes good? I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care. I was pushing through the pain. And then as I was drinking it, about to finish it, I just ended up burping. So I was like, I had to spit it out. So kind of don't remember that night. I watched a lot of film. And I'm like, whoa, I did a lot of stuff I should have never done. <laughs> well, we champions, baby. Champions, man. Uh, man, I wish Kobe was here to see this, man. He's he's here. In spirit. Shout out to any bus, man. Us Laker fans are so happy for you. And uh, I've, I'm when the parade comes, I'm coming to see you, Genie. Love you. Yeah. All right, man. We're out. We out, man. Thanks, big baby, for coming on the show. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 